0: MSW Media News with swearing. Dear the beans, silly beans, dear the beans, silly
1: beans.
0: Hello and welcome to The Daily Beans for Monday, August 5th, 2019. Today we discuss Lindsey Graham, Brett Kavanaugh, ethics complaints are dismissed, Ratcliffe is out, Trump praises a robbery, another Republican exodus, new Trump tariffs, and more shootings. I'm your host, A.G., and with me today are Jaleesa Johnson. Hello. And Jordan Coburn. Hello. Hey, guys. Hey. Um, uh, I hate to ask how your weekend was because I'm sure it started off great and then we had these uh, two shootings.
1: Yeah, a lot of people fell asleep to one shooting and woke up to another. I was just up late and I was like, really, it's midnight and it, a news like story just broke. That blew my mind that it was just like a long crazy day that yeah. wouldn't end. Yeah. It it seemed like it never stopped. Mm-hmm. And then
0: uh, right on the heels of the Gilroy shooting, too. Oh yeah. So we've had two in less two in 24 hours and then one a couple days before that and then we had another one a uh, week before that. So it's um becoming I I I can't even say it's becoming untenable. It was untenable when it happened in Columbine uh, all those years ago. Um, right. And we're going to talk about this. We're going to discuss this a little bit more later in the show. Uh Julissa, you have this uh, in your hot notes. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: we're we'll make sure to cover those. Um but, you know, normally we start off with a chipper. I had a great weekend. Um this scoop and that's just not um not the case this weekend so a few housekeeping notes guys please subscribe search and subscribe to the daily beans feed because we're going to be pulling the daily beans out of the muller she wrote feed we've been importing it in there for you so it shows up but if you're a patron you don't need to do anything because you'll continue to get both shows in your premium feed because we post them both on patreon so you don't have to do anything to continue to get them also tickets are still available for the august 30th live show in san francisco Um, We got a great review for our Chicago show at Lincoln Hall. They said, three SoCal women have carved out their niche with focused, funny, and accessible vivisections of the constant onslaught. Uh, And, quote, they're like the Beastie Boys of podcast punditry, (laughs) trading tidbits and quips instead of rhymes with a dash of wait, wait, don't tell me games. So I thought that was really nice. Thank you, Third Coast Review, for the kind words. Um, tickets and info for our live shows are at the daily or excuse me at dailybeanspod.com. We're working on a second VIP meet and greet off site in San Francisco for patrons on Thursday, August 29th at 9 p.m. Check your Patreon inbox for details. In the coming weeks, we aren't probably not going to have it all set up this week. Um, you would you do have to be a ticket holder to the main show to be able to go to that. And if you have a ticket to the VIP meet and greet at the show and the show, you can still also go to this second meet and greet as well. So you're welcome. Uh, to join us not like you're welcome thank you. <laughs> so you're welcome
1: i'm glad you clarified <laughs> yeah
0: because it sounded sort of bitchy for a second there uh we do have a lot of no uh we do have a lot of news from this weekend so let's hit the hot notes hot notes all right guys as I, as we were talking in the top of the show uh two more mass shootings this weekend uh this time el paso and then Dayton, ohio julisa well first of all the Dayton, ohio one is brand new and fresh and that uh, is 10, I think, uh, is the death count there uh, right now, 24 with an additional 24 injured. Um, and I, these are acts of domestic terrorism. This is white supremacy. Uh, we know where this is coming from. We know what's fueling it. Uh, and, but just within 24 hours of that, before that, we had the shooting in El Paso. And we're, we, have, we actually know more about the
1: shooter in that, in that um, act of terrorism. Jalisa, definitely yeah so uh unfortunately this week there was another mass shooting at a walmart in el paso that left 20 people dead and 26 injured and this was in a city that supposedly was considered the safest city in america for a long time i didn't know that about el paso yeah i think he did the shooter did come from outside el paso that makes sense yeah but just Dallas. considering yeah where it happened yeah he he drove there it's just like, like the gilroy shooting. or something yeah they come from other places often it seems and um yeah, not to mention this was the second Walmart shooting just this week. The first one happened on July 30th in Mississippi, where a disgruntled employee killed two co-workers and injured an officer. But this time, the shooter is a 21-year-old piece of shit white supremacist whose name I won't say personally. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I don't want to give him any clout. <laughs> and so, I agree. Don't yeah, say his name. Totally. And I commend Facebook and Instagram for taking down his accounts. I also commend the FBI for opening a domestic terror investigation, finally. And uh, some things I wanted to mention about this story is that the El Paso police were able to detain the shooter without firing a single bullet, which is really interesting. And I actually appreciate that. It just makes me think about all the people that were not treated that way in cases where they were just suspected of having a weapon. Mm-hmm. Also, three Mexican citizens were among the fatalities and seven were injured. Many people were even afraid to go to the family re- reunification centers out of fear that they would be detained. And Border Patrol had to put out a statement assuring family members that they would not be carted at the centers. And a lot of presidential candidates have already come out condemning the attack, including Trump. Yeah. However, Beto O'Rourke straight up blamed Trump and said that his racist rhetoric is what got us here in the first place.
0: Yeah. And, I, and I, you also have to wonder how many people did not seek treatment at uh, medical facilities because uh, they were afraid they'd be deported. That mm-hmm. is a, a negative um, and an intended consequence of uh, Trump's border policy. And I think and and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate mail for this, but this would be an amazing time for Beto to drop out of the presidential race and run for Senate in Texas again to protect Texas against this kind of future um hate crime yeah. uh and, and domestic terrorism situation. Um <clears throat> because I I really feel like that is first of all, Texas is really important to us if we can get Texas this time around. And I think Beto is so good at campaigning um uh, in, in that state. And he we need him as a senator. And Also, Will Hurd is dropping out of Texas 23, which is going to give us a a better shot at that district. And I don't want to politicize this and make it about the election, but I kind of do, because until we elect... Um, the right officials, we aren't going to be able to solve this problem because of the just, just the Republicans are bought and sold, eat, bought and, not just by the NRA, but now by their constituents.
1: Yeah. And I don't want to give a bad rap to the idea of politicizing. I get where that comes from in a derogatory sense. But politics is supposed to reflect the times and society's needs. And we need gun reform. It's not mm-hmm. even a matter of like, oh, this is a good talking point. It's a terrible talking point, but it has to be addressed. Like it's, an, it's a terrible thing that's happening. Yeah. And if but you want us so to wait two days
0: to call the guy... Uh, uh, after we get his number, meaning, you know, if you want us to get, like have a certain amount of period to send thoughts and prayers, mm-hmm. um, we don't have that time period anymore with these back to back shootings. It's becoming so frequent that there's no time to pause and wait until it's, quote unquote, OK to talk about the politics of it. And and it bothers me when people do that. You need to just wait and, and out of respect for the dead. We don't have time to wait. Yeah. We don't.
2: Yeah. And I think in addition to gun sense laws, because. These people are buying guns. The El Paso shooter bought his gun completely legally. Everything about what he did was legal leading up to the event. right yeah. Gil- Gilroy as well. Yeah. yeah. And so there's gun sense laws that need to be passed for even being allowed to purchase a weapon like that, that nobody needs, nobody needs that. That should be a red flag automatically. Yes. Yeah. Maybe if you want to have like ranges where people can go and fire those weapons and then leave without the weapons or like if you have to fuck it, if you see it, I don't know. But then it's like. That's not even it's not even a Second the... Amendment thing at that point because yeah, then you don't get to have it on you, which is what they these people are so adamant about. It's mm-hmm. not worth lives, no.
0: Um, and anyone who needs a rapid fire weapon like this in order to hit a target sucks at guns, and
2: you should check out a new hobby. Mm-hmm. Well, um, they, they want them for the destruction that they can cause. Yeah. Otherwise, like and that's the why? Problem. Yeah. yeah. And, I think. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, just really quick. I also saw. Uh, well, so I think what we also need to do in addition to the gun sense laws is treat these people as if it's like a band of isis members living and breeding in the united states Mm -hmm. which which is if if these were islamic people yeah it would be treated as a like the biggest national security threat which it is and we don't have those domestic terrorism laws right uh mccabe
0: was on this morning um Talking about this, he's like, the reason we do it, you know, that it, when it's a foreign, when it's ISIS or whatever, we under the Patriot Act, we have these really strict laws about terrorism. But when it's here in the United States, everyone's very careful not to tread on First Amendment rights, not Second Amendment rights, but First Amendment right. rights because of your thoughts behind this, like these manifestos that these guys put out right before they say we don't want to in- infringe on their freedom of speech. And if they put something like that out and then we investigate that, then we're kind of policing thought. Mm-hmm. And they are really... To very t- tread super lightly on that and but we it would be very simple to come up with some domestic terrorism laws that do not infringe on the first amendment
1: yeah like jordan said if you think of it as a muslim which on, on a, obviously we don't think that they should be targeted like this but if you just like think about how america normally responds to like a manifesto from you know a terrorist that happens to be brown it's like america responds pretty quickly that's because the laws are written that way exactly and mm-hmm. so it's all, always about race i think or just the fear right. of the others and it reminds me of the argument about the death penalty people are so afraid of the ones that they think should be killed that they're willing to kill innocent lives and th- honestly a lot of them are innocent lives to begin with but just the idea of like yeah let's just have this terrible thing happen for the sake of our security it's like it's just kind of crazy
0: yeah and and anyone who is pro-gun would say you know we don't want to take guns out of the hands of law-abiding citizens and that's precisely what we don't want to do we we want to keep guns not keep guns in the hands of but allow law-abiding citizens to own guns if they want under their second amendment rights but you have to limit it's not illegal or unconstitutional to limit the kind of gun you can have and that's why we had the assault weapons ban which the brady bill which was legal it's their supreme court precedent uh, all the time saying that we can draw these lines around what you can and can't have as a weapon it's why we all can't have nuclear warheads at our houses right right or or carry around (laughs) plutonium because that's illegal and, and we are fine with putting restrictions on second amendment that way Mm -hmm. we should be fine with these kind of like mass killing machines and and gun rights lobbyists and 2a nra people are like you don't even know what you mean when you say assault rifle you don't know what you mean when you say assault weapons ban Uh, that's the language used in the brady bill that should be what we uh, um, incorporate here and if 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 you want to come at me and say i don't know enough about guns uh, to be able to regulate them, then you have to ask I have to ask you why you want to regulate my vagina because you don't know anything about that. So mm-hmm. it's it's just it's so frustrating. Yeah. And, very and,
1: hypocritical in a lot of ways. And
0: we're not going to get out of out from under this until we um, vote blue. That's, yeah. It's even those that, that
1: are truly just there for the sake of protecting their families. They you know, like the NRA because they want to be able to just have a gun for, I guess, moral sake. It's still not worth the innocent lives that are being lost, like by not having these bans, like you said, like yep. just carving out the shit, you know, have a universal background
0: check, have a federal registry for your uh, guns. Uh, I mean, have insurance. It's it, it all makes sense. It makes total sense. And yeah. there's no reason not to do it. Most Americans agree.
2: I mean, these rings of people that organize these white supremacists that have like fucking like man caves of hatred those 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 doors should be busted down and those people should be questioned like that if if these links in this this organizing is day after day now literally resulting in mass shootings that almost 100% 100% of the time now, it seems, have direct ties to white supremacy, then those meetings should be seriously considered. Like, if you knew that there were members of other extremist organizations from other countries meeting, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck at this point. Like, you just got to watch that 1A stuff, you know, because, like, if you're
0: if you're on the terrorist no fly list, um, you can actually still get a gun. I don't think you should be able to. But most people would agree with that, even the even the 2A people. If you're on the terrorist no-fly list, if you are belong actively to a terrorist organization like ISIS or Al Qaeda, or you've been you've gone over there to be trained and you come home, you, you should not st- be able to purchase a gun. Yeah, you still can. Uh, you shouldn't be able to. Uh, but then, if you are, if you do something, then you are an immediate domestic terrorist, and there are laws against that, and you can be criminally charged. It's usually too for, late at that point, though. <laughs> not to
1: say that you're, this is your <laughs> decision, but, but yeah, for it's white crazy.
0: supremacy groups, just belonging to a white supremacy group, um, they're saying that that thought is uh, is protected under the first amendment and we can't prevent them from buying guns or having guns or owning guns just because they are total white supremacist racist pieces of shit that want to start a civil
2: war and kill all brown people. Yeah. it's The same
1: problem. I just,
2: I I totally understand the one a stuff, right? That's like why we haven't started doing more about it up until this point. But now we know that at those meetings, like the physical meetings that happen, they're talking tactics. They're talking ways to, to like, shoot more effectively yeah but at the very
0: least if somebody commits a crime in the name of these terrorist organizations white supremacy and and eight chan and all these guys you should be able to be criminally prosecuted for that as a terrorist and right now
2: you're not yeah i guess this is the
1: first case but that's also
2: like an after the fact thing which is important but it's like i just think we we have Given up so much of our own privacy freedoms because of like Patriot Act things, and the fact that something like the Patriot Act doesn't have effects that are keeping us safe on our own soil from our own citizens that are doing this is fucking bullshit. That's yeah. so true. Yeah, I agree. I concur. Uh, vote blue. Yeah, <clears throat> and I also want to correct something that I said really quick. I said if these were um islamic people this situation would be i very much so did not mean to say that all Islamic people are islamic extremists i know you all know i didn't mean that but just to make that very explicit just the way that they were but but if they they,
0: were they would be immediately attacked yes for this for being Islam. yeah because like and that and, and that we sit around that one side sits around and prays that whoever the shooter is wasn't a white guy and the other side sit around, sits around and prays to God that, this, that this, this shooter wasn't a person of color just so that there's not an attack from the other yeah. side when what we should be worrying about is the Americans dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And I have one more thing that I think is really interesting. I, I've i been I've listened to a bunch of podcasts talking about people that are self-radicalized Islamic extremists that begin they're born in the U.S. total U.S. citizens. They start, you know, reading stuff online, getting involved in these chat rooms They fly over, you know, to Pakistan, get radicalized in Afghanistan and then train and stuff and then come back with the plans of carrying out an attack. We read about this in The Threat, right? And there there's First Amendment protections that often result in them not being apprehended before they leave the country to go because those are lone wolves. Like more or less in the United States, right? They're not lone wolves in the sense that they're part of this active organization. Ah, uh, like global. the white supremacy groups, right? But then the white supremacy groups, like these people, are not lone wolves. It is much more rare for someone to no, self radicalize. They're, they're trying to one up each country. other.
0: They're trying to beat each other's counts, right. from what I'm understanding from posts on 8chan. Right? They're trying to like, oh, you got twenty. I'm going to try for that. You know, and it's and and. I'm interested to see if the connection between Gilroy and El Paso and um, Dayton, if they, if these were somehow connected, at least through these supremacy groups, to see if they were trying to build on something or do something together or organize in some way, because you're right, it's way more organized than these lone wolf radicalized Um, ISIS fighters that are born in the US and then go and train and come Mm -hmm. back. Those are one-off folks, Mm -hmm. usually. Yeah, and
1: their ages are so similar, too. These Trump supporters, I think Gilroy was 19 and then 21 in El Paso Mm -hmm. and 24 in Dayton. Yeah, and that's
0: that's an old tactic uh, for recruiting uh, white supremacists is, Mm -hmm. like, uh, othering Making you, you know, you because you are a, a, a outcast who, incel who, whatever girls don't like or yeah. etcetera. Your and whole you're, generation, you have low like, self yeah, which is what happens when you're that age. You know, you just feel like super lonely and rejected and bu- bullied and picked on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in Columbine, uh, Columbine also specifically. Yeah. Then you become then you're vulnerable to a group coming in and say we love you, we think you're awesome, we think you're hot, we love your dick. You come yeah. and join our thing and fuck those other people mm-hmm. because they're the dumb ones, they're the assholes, they're the snowflakes, they're the babies, they're the weak ones. We're the strong ones and they're mm-hmm. more susceptible to be brought into these yep. groups. So
2: I think that age says a lot. Yeah. And really quick just to fact check myself on something I said a few episodes ago, the might is right book that the Gilroy shooter read. I had said that I didn't know if it was explicitly, like, about white supremacy. It 100% <laughs> mentions how the Anglo-Saxon race is the superior race. And, and women are weak. And women are weak. And it's all and it says, whoever is the more mighty deserves to live on, and anyone that is weak should be met with hatred. That's an explicit tenet of that book. And it's really—part I part of me wants to order it and read it just to see, like, exactly what these people— have in their brain i yeah. think that's really important for us to understand not to understand in the sense to like see where they're coming from obviously no, but to prepare But so we can direct exactly like where money needs to go in, know your in enemy. groups that are yeah mm-hmm. that are investigating these people and and like to better identify them and like I don't fucking, yeah. I no, fucking you're making know. great
1: points. This is what I think of when Steve Bannon says we have to break the system to change it. They're talking about just having this emotional and mental break of these young people that it can go out and cause all this chaos and then they can just rise from the ashes as the new, you know, power. And it's America was racist before, like it currently still is, but imagine how much racist or more racist they want it to be. Like their goals are just Hitler like. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. It's really. Uh, horrible. And again, our, our our hearts and love and support goes out to anyone who is affected by this. And I I, I do realize the whole country was affected by this. Yeah. But specifically, also the families, um, and, yeah. um, the victims. It's, I, I don't even know, and I feel like I'm getting numb to it. I feel like it's just happening so often now. Um, and, but we've been saying that as a, as a collective uh, group of people who are trying to stop this for a really long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, think of the kids, think of your families, think of it, it can happen where you're at. Uh, yeah. And to anyone. Yeah. And we have to be um, we have to stop it. Mm-hmm. We have to stop it. It's it's of the utmost importance. This uh, gun epidemic is a public health problem and it needs to be treated as such. And white supremacy also needs to be dealt with. Uh, and we need to get a president in the White House that doesn't dog whistle and allow uh, and incite mm-hmm. uh, this kind of thing.
2: Dude, so. the very least he could do is create a, like a task force on white supremacy or something. The That's very like least. the least. He yeah. wants a space force first. Though. Right. <laughs> they, they deny yes. that it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And um, that says a lot. Mm-hmm. And also, calling these acts, he says what happened was an act of um what did he say hate no it, no no it wasn't hate that's oh. the issue that i have with it he said this was a cowardly act yeah this was like cowardice like so there was a
1: better way to do he, it he
2: always <laughs> says cowardly yeah, I wonder he what says that, that, means. that these are cowards that do it and it's like these are not cowards i mean yes maybe in in the deepest origins of their sure, thoughts they're cowards, but that's they're not what cowards, they're doing right what they're doing is it's a very bold blatant display of hate and violence that is yeah. not cowardice mm-hmm. but, right like like why does he choose hate, that word? hate bre- hate is bred from from some very cowardly origins i think yeah yes, i mean i do like, think they're
0: fucking cowards right but that's not but what is the, happening that's not at the root of what they're doing yes, yeah, that their is not actions ac- are not cowardly. right that
2: is not uh I, I, I do think their actions are cowardly but that's not how they should be defined is what i yeah, yeah i don't think in the context of interpreting it that is helpful at all for him to say it that. is not helpful at right all. like but i i do think these are fucking cowards i um, as the president he just people, as people yes because yeah. they can't Fathom because they're scared, right? That mm-hmm. is the whole basis of fear—is like mm-hmm. and hatred, like is they're being a dying scared that they're something. yes yeah, brave yeah.
0: people actually overcome those fears, deal with them, and move on like grown ass. Very adults. true. Yes, that's this is not bravery. I think is what. I'm trying. trying to say yeah. and right, and right, right, right. that's not what he's trying to say oh, you don't though. think he's ex- trying to take it away from hate and put it onto yes. something else ah. uh, so, uh, some sort of weakness
2: and I that. was wondering why he would yeah, use that word without yeah. the nuance so I think we of, all agree mm-hmm. I oh, 100% yeah. yeah I know we all do for sure I, I think yeah it's it's just like something that's it, it takes first off it makes you think oh this is like a meek person you know you you think of this person as some meek coward mm-hmm. in that moment in in response to what they did and i think that directly breeds into like a mental health conversation right as opposed to oh. this is direct violence that's Hate because crying. of of like these crazy guns oh they i can see get you're saying and... it lends to their whole
0: credence that we need mental health care not to yeah get it just lends to, to the wrong conversation it is the wrong conversation yeah All right, guys, moving along here. Uh, Let's see. Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham crackers. He ignored a Senate Judiciary Committee rule. Actually, all the rules um, (laughs) they had previously agreed to. The the Republicans did just six months ago. They previously agreed to these rules. He ignored them all as he pushed through a controversial asylum bill. Speaking of xenophobia and hate, despite Democrats having uh, worked on over 140 amendments to the bill in good faith, Graham waived committee rules to ignore the amendments and forego debates to ram the bill through committee with a 12-10 vote, long party lines, to the full Senate where it will not get the 60 votes it needs to pass. Graham's bill would ignore the Flores decision, disallowing detention of children for more than 72 hours by allowing detention of families for up to 100 days. It would require asylum claims to be filed in Mexico or their home country, not here, but it would also provide funding for 500 new immigration judges, and it would allow unaccompanied minors to be sent back to their home countries, unaccompanied minors. While Feinstein was objecting to the total lack of respect for committee rules, Republicans were laughing and checking their phones. She says, quote, "The committee will be breaking and violating its own rules. Why even have rules? Uh, it should also be noted by moving forward today, the majority will be breaking the rules of the Senate. We're not the House. This is not a body intended to run on power alone and majority will." Patrick Leahy physically ripped up a copy of the committee rules as he lectured Graham and the other Republicans. Afterwards, Graham, red-faced, specified that his decision to waive committee rules would only apply to this bill and not any future legislation. To that, Senator Dick Durbin said, I'm sorry, but I don't believe you. And I think that if Trump snaps his fingers again, you'll do it all over again. Mm So this is disgusting, considering the late John McCain's call for a return to regular order in the Senate and the need to follow rules. And Lindsey Graham always says, you know, him and John McCain were great friends. Um, I think he's just totally shitting all over his um, mm-hmm. his uh, dead friend. And thanks to Lindsey's asshole move in the Senate judiciary, he has earned his own moniker on Twitter. Hashtag. That's right. Move over, Moscow Mitch. Lindsey Graham Crackers is getting his own hashtag, Leningrad (laughs) Lindsey. It exploded on Twitter late Thursday after he pushed his asylum bill through the committee, totally shitting all over the committee rules. Um, The link here is that utilizing xenophobia is a common theme among the authoritarians of the world, so head to Twitter and give hashtag Leningrad Lindsey a social media shout-out. We'll be right back. Hey, it's AG from Mueller She Wrote. I'm here to tell you that we are a nation of immigrants. It's our diversity that makes us strong, Our motto is E Pluribus Unum, of many, one. These truths made me curious as to where my family came from, and it led me to discover more about them and my family history with the Ancestry DNA test. Ancestry DNA gives you so much more than just the places you're from. It gives you a feel for who you are and where your family came from and your family's story. Ancestry's data archives and record collections give you a more complete picture so you can trace your ancestors over time, and it's so easy to get started. I took the test and found out That not only was I not Irish, which was the family rumor for years, but something really funny happened. When I received my results, they were so comprehensive, they give you such deep information, that I had to scroll down a bit. But on the first screen, it said that I was 96% Western European and 4% Something else. I had to scroll down to find out what the 4% was. And I was really excited. I was like, ooh, this is my spicy part. So I scrolled down and found out that my 4% flavor is from the Caucasus. So guys, I'm white and Caucasian. I even found out I'm related to Charlemagne and some dude named Ethelred the Unready, who I totally relate to. So I was able to enhance my DNA experience with robust family history completing my tree. And it gave me a complete picture of who I am and where my family came from. But most importantly... I found out about my responsibility to others and that unless we're indigenous, we're all immigrants and we must love and respect everyone's family story because that is what makes America great. So go to Ancestry.com today for 20% off your Ancestry DNA kit. That's Ancestry.com for 20% off your DNA kit. Start building your story today at Ancestry.com. Daily
2: beans with mother she wrote Daily beans
0: All right, guys, welcome back. More news from the weekend. All 83 ethics complaints against Justice Brett Kavanaugh have been permanently dismissed by the Committee on Judicial Conduct and Disability. Jordan, what's going on?
2: Uh, yeah, so what you said is what's happening. That was <laughs> The concluded. end, and now on to the next story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, That was concluded on Thursday, and there is nowhere to go after this ruling, so it is just a completely done deal. This is a decision that came from the Committee on Judicial Conduct and Disability, and they confirmed a ruling that had happened in late 2018 from another panel of judges that was at an intermediate level. I I thought we heard about that. Like, they just dismissed them all, and we were like, what the fuck? But I guess it went on to the
0: second level, and now it's the final level.
2: Yep, and they Um... dismissed it because as soon as Kavanaugh was appointed to that Supreme Court seat, he stopped being reviewed by the (sighs) federal federal judiciary's internal ethics review system and such a system does not exist for anyone that sits on the supreme court they don't have their own formal ethics review process like the federal appeals and district courts have
0: this reminds me of like when uh uh, because of certain police unions if they do something like if they do like unnecessary use of force or have complaints about you know acting like racists or or profiling people of color Mm -hmm. and they get these marks on their You know their folders, their files, Mm -hmm. and then they transfer to another department. All of those past digressions are not allowed to go with them. So you have no idea that they were like having all these problems before. Yeah, that's what this reminds me of. So if you're a lower court judge, you can fuck off the minute you're uh, uh, appointed to SCOTUS. All of that just goes away. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: and the only way that anything could be looked into at all is if Congress decides to do something, and that's not going to happen. We here, have impeached right? a couple
0: of judges, but not with this Congress. That's another reason it's so yes. important to vote.
2: Not with this Congress, not with the showing that they had and all of the work that they did in cognitive dissonance, dissonance to get him confirmed in the first place. Yeah, because so. it's the
0: same impeachment process. You still need two thirds of the vote in the Senate. We're not even close. Even if we mm-hmm. sweep the Senate with every seat we can possibly get, we will not have 67 votes. Yeah. In so- 2020.
2: So the Kavanaugh thing—it's yeah—it's a done deal for now, I guess. If we flip this house and the Senate blue, maybe they would want to open something up if they have any reason. Well, house is blue, but if, even if we flip the Senate blue, both. Uh, yeah, I mean, so like we oh, get so to, we both. get to a spot where they both are. Yeah, yes, <clears throat> yeah. Well yeah. where the house is blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you were there. Yes,
0: <laughs> uh, but I do. Re- I. I even if we like i said mathematically won every single seat we're up for in the senate right we still don't have the votes we're gonna have to wait till 2022 maybe i don't know i haven't looked at the math every six years these senators run and they're all staggered so uh yeah probably just a done deal yeah we we don't get to rest after 2020 yeah basically Yep. We gotta get those sixty seven votes in the Senate. And we're facing an uphill battle because of gerrymandering and also because of you know the Russians and all the other countries that uh, no one is stopping mm-hmm.
1: from interfering,
0: Mitch McConnell. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, it's crazy how most of the work hasn't even, you know, gotten to a point where it can begin because we still have to replace people that are in power. Like we've gotten some legway with the podcast. Obviously, we have a lot of content, but most of it has not even really begun. Like once you flip the actual Senate, then you can start moving things through for sure. And you still need 60 votes to get around the filibuster. So like you were saying, yeah, 2022. Like, it's But the be...
0: important part. <clears throat> probably the most important part of 2020 and flipping the Senate is we need to get 51 votes in the Senate so that we can confirm the next SCOTUS <sighs> judge Yeah, I it, and no one talked about that in either debate mm-hmm. and it's pissing me off but <laughs> it is the most important if not I think it's one of the most important things mm-hmm. that we have to do is to get is to fix that Supreme Court.
1: I I think I know where they're not, not mentioning fix, like, it. Like the fixes in. Uh, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, right now books. we've
0: got Kavanaugh in there, and they fucked us with Merrick Garland. We need to repair those problems. Yeah. yeah,
1: a lot of presidential candidates right now are looking to add judges. Though they're already saying if you vote for me and. 2020 i'll add five judges like buddha judge like he wants to have 15 judges (laughs) yeah and that's actually a really good point because we've had nine for so long and our
0: population has doubled a couple of times since Mm -hmm. then and we do need a more representative uh panel of supreme court judges nine people to represent the entire country is just a little bit off Um, Just a little. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So it's it's uncomfortable and untenable. Mm -hmm. And I do agree with that. But you are you are you're going to need 60 votes in the Senate to pass that bill. Yeah. And we have to get there and we won't get there in 2020. But. To appoint the next Supreme Court judge, because McConnell went nuclear, we I think we only need fifty one mm-hmm. votes. Yeah,
1: I, I heard. A, sorry, go I ahead. I was just listening to the podcast in beta that you were recommending. Yeah, and so they said Mitch only went nuclear like t- to this degree because the Democrats started. It, That's exactly what
2: I was just going to say. Crazy, Harry right? Reid, yeah. he yeah. blames
1: Harry Reid, and Harry Reid said yeah. he's apologetic too for what he did. He said he is apologetic. Yeah, he, he said he regrets Yeah, he yeah. said he would never do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. No. I mean, that's one of those things where it's like once. But you... Mitch went nuclear. He did because he said once Harry Reid voted for I forget who the judge was or blocked it. They were like, "Fine, you want to play dirty? I'm gonna play dirty." And he oh, sp- so Harry Reid started oh, it. That's what Mitch don't said. Don't apologize, Harry Reid, for voting against an asshole judge. Well, what he said was he traded that judge for or Kavanaugh for one of those judges any day. So he regrets how much it's escalated because of his actions at the time. But you're right. How could he have known that it would get this how bad do we know this Mitch quickly? Would nuclear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he went crazy. He did. Yeah.
0: Uh, Let's see here. Our last episode was called uh, Ratcliffe sucks already. And uh, (laughs) since then, Trump has withdrawn his nomination of the Republicans for the Republican congressman of Texas to be the director of national intelligence. He had no intelligence um, experience. We now have to, I think, consider the fact that since he sucks so bad and lied on his resume, he should be pulled from the intelligence committee. He should be pulled from all of his committee seats. Why is this fucking liar? On committees, uh, you know, Republicans are just, that just assholes, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Apparently, Nunes was offered the position. Remember when Trump oh, and Nunes God. were meeting about DNI? Apparently, he was offered the position and said no because he wants to run the CIA.
1: Oh my goodness! Oh, no, uh,
0: we could have Pete Hoekstra, <laughs> the current ambassador to the Netherlands. You might remember this guy when he said there was a jihadist no-go zones in the in what? the Netherlands, and he was immediately fact checked by a Dutch journalist and totally torn apart. And it was a really funny thing that went viral.
2: What does that mean, jihadist? Is is no-go zones.
0: No-go zones. There. That means that there are so many uh, Muslim terrorists in the Netherlands that they've created these neighborhoods where you can't go in there because you'll die.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Because there's jihadists there who are Sharia law weirdos. And he's totally lying. And the, the Dutch guy was like, you're weird. Jesus. And totally took him apart. Um, he's also very anti-Muslim, ob- obviously, conspiracy theorist. And then there's another anti-Muslim conspiracy theorist, Fred Flights who was Bolton's former chief of staff who thinks that the office of DNI is useless. It's an extra layer of bureaucracy we don't need, even though we created after 9-11 to have better communication so that we could get, you know, I think it's not a useless level of bureaucracy. like. Space Force is, yeah. <laughs> um, because we already have the Air Force that does all that work, and now you want to add a Space Force and add, a, add a, 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 um, a Surgeon General for them and a healthcare sector for them, and, you, they, and that, that's going to add like 96 layers of bureaucracy. I think the DNI is a very important job, mm-hmm. uh, and but this guy, Fred Flights... Thinks it's stupid, which means it's perfect for a Trump pick because Trump likes to put people. Trump would put a dingo in charge of a baby, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He is great. Like with the <laughs> with the guy, the guy at the head of the EPA who thinks that climate change is a hoax, and the lady in uh, in charge of education that thinks education is stupid. Public education, we don't need that. We need yeah, private I charter think schools.
1: Bannon put him on that. He's like, put people in these positions that can break everything. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's part of that whole break it down and mm-hmm. burn it, burn it to the ground, and uh, the, the phoenix will rise from the ashes. And uh, and here we are with this totally corrupt, idiotic administration. Yeah, racist Phoenix. Yeah, the racist (laughs) Phoenix. Uh, Also this weekend, Oversight Committee Chair Elijah Cummings' house was broken into. And we know, as we know, Trump referred to his district earlier in the week as a rat and rodent infested place where no human being would live. Uh, even though many human beings live yeah, there yeah that's what he
1: meant he doesn't see him as human beings
0: yeah, it's exactly right and when he use when he uses infestation and rats and ver, var you know vermin and rodents he's always talking about people of color yep um after learning that cummings house was broken into trump tweeted oh i hear elijah cummings house was broken into too bad that's what he said wow uh the president of the united states about a, a, a sitting yeah congressman yeah. whose ho- whose home was broken into over the weekend
1: like. I mean, I, I, I hate to play this game, but I think what put if the Obama? I was gonna say that, and also if Obama said anything like this, because it's hard for me. I get so jaded to Trump's behavior that I, it's hard to imagine. Like, is this crazy for him? But yeah, it's all crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. like if
0: you think if Obama came out like, let's say, uh, oh, John McCain died. Too bad. Right. What? Mm-hmm. Which he basically tweeted
1: many times. <laughs> yeah. Not well. Not not directly. Not Obama. Oh, not Obama. But sorry. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Trump. I'm a <all, laughs> clarification. He
0: <laughs> no, that's not real yeah but
1: trump he pushes the boundaries in ways that just numbs us it's, it's just so it's abusive. Gross. yeah it's it's not
0: uh, becoming of uh, the uh, a human being let alone the office of the president mm-hmm. and republican william Heard announced his plans to leave congress in 2020 he's from texas 23 uh a purple district that could now turn blue because the incumbent with name recognition, is leaving. It's usually a name recognition thing. Uh, we just saw Will Hurd in the hearings with Mueller. He's like, Russia's still on us. Yeah, this is bad, right? Yes, this is terrible. We have no election security. Yeah, as we sit here. Um, the Republicans are now on track to beat their number of retirements ahead of the 2018 blue tsunami election. And we will continue to follow this story as uh, the election approaches. This is very helpful for us to yeah. even deepen the blueness of the House of Representatives and hopefully flip the Senate to our majority.
2: hmm Go home. Go to freaking I don't know Hawaii and don't say anything publicly. (laughs) Have a nice rest of your life. Yeah. Go to Thailand. I don't even. Yeah.
1: This is making me realize how important independent media is. Like not not to even toot our horn. Just the whole industry. It's like we're up against a fight of of data science and people using that weaponizing it. And the only I guess thing to counter that would just be The truth. Right. Plus,
0: there's no money here. Um, You know, our patrons support us. It's it's patron supported news, uh, a lot like uh, Scott Stedman or Seth Abramson or these curatorial journalists independent. Natasha Bertrand is now with Politico. But, you know, we aren't owned by a multi conglomerate corporation uh, worth billions of dollars like viacom etc um <clears throat> or fox news under whatever they're under. right they have troll know.
1: factories they're literally working yep. hard right now to make sure that in 2020 people are confused or have the wrong information and so it should it blows my mind that all or, we can do
0: yeah or they're simply just focused on ratings and clicks and yeah so i they guess that's the surface like, yeah they say things
2: like bill Barr killed seven investigations Mueller handed off oh, which is yeah.
0: totally not true right
2: well i think it is a lot for clicks one of the things that was most upsetting about when we went to politicon was seeing how close as I, this is maybe a bad way for me to look at it but seeing like extremist right people and extremist left people just canoodling like they're friends it's like is this a fucking joke to you you guys as much as you present yourselves on television fundamentally believe that the other side is responsible for the downfall of this country right and then you sit here talking because you're part of like the same kind of media groups and appearances and stuff and well, it, that's that's the, that's the strength of a face-to-face
0: interaction, isn't it? We can't yeah. treat each other like shit when we're face-to-face. That's a
2: positive is, way of looking at it. I was going to say, am beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Ideally, yeah,
1: there would be. I'm taking
2: the pessimistic way, which is like. But that's
1: fair. Yeah. I, I think it's just, yeah, the ideal situation would be a convention where we can all, like, hold hands and sing kumbaya. Yeah, everybody but, should be able to. But, but we're at a point where things are so extreme that you can't just say, oh, that's the other guy. Ha ha. Yeah. I mean, it's like the other guy. Is, and they think the same of us. But I, I do think we're on the right side of it. Well, yeah. It's Because everything they they
0: say about us tearing shit down, like here's a great example. Joni Ernst tweeted this weekend, Joni Ernst, Medicare for illegal immigrants, the Green New Deal, free college. The agenda of the left has been on full display this week. We need to keep our Senate majority now more than ever if we're going to protect our democracy from the left's socialist wish wish list. And I responded, think about this for one second. If you're able, all of those things help people. Yeah. Mm -hmm all of them. Medicare for immigrants, the Green New Deal, free college, their, their agendas on display. Oh, that really shithole agenda of helping mm-hmm. people.
1: I think what it is, it's it's again, racism. I think it's the idea of the others. It's not about the fact that they don't want free college themselves or health care. They don't want other people to come in and take over the population because well, of these great specifically things.
0: Specifically Medicare for illegal immigrants, but yeah, the, yeah. But the well,
1: Green New Deal and free
0: college for everybody. You think
1: they would want their kids, their white kids to have it, but they're like, you know what? I would rather not give it to anyone than to give it to to them, too. Yeah. Basically.
0: Yeah. But I mean, what I'm saying is she put the immigrant tag only on the Medicare thing, not yeah. on the college thing and not. Right. On the... That's
1: more on the nose for sure. Yeah.
0: But yeah. for Yeah. It's exactly that. It's like if I can't have it, no one can have it. That's right. Like the weird thing you just don't want the America to become.
1: <laughs> yeah. They don't want it to be attractive to brown people. They don't want us to come here and, and you know, get better and like have a place. I mean, it, to me, it really feels like yeah, but but she doesn't even her... want
0: free college for white people in the country. She doesn't even want a Green New Deal to help white people. The I the bet country. they even though people of color are there is environmental injustice and racism that happens but
1: (laughs) i was gonna say if there was a policy that said just for white people they'd probably be for it yeah (laughs) so they can't really say it like they want to probably but i I do think it boils down to she did throw
0: the word immigrants in there
1: for for that reason maybe because a policy really specifically said that but yeah i bet when it comes to all of them they wish they could say for immigrants
0: but you know when i when i meet people on the right and you know i i don't hate them the Mm -hmm. way they hate us i want them to have free health care i want them to have free college i want Mm -hmm. them to become educated i want them to have a better life i want them to have living wages i want that for everyone in america and and that and, and that's what democrats do and to to try to insult us with our our paper straws <laughs> our agenda on display it was like that that shirt i see that, like the gay agenda are you afraid of the gay agenda and the gay agenda it's like this shirt that says uh monday margaritas tuesday tacos uh thursday gay friday like this is the gay agenda right you know it's, like, hatred, it's xenophobia so...
1: it's homophobia you're right it's all these awful things in society that it's just like concentrated into one party right now but what's so wrong with our agenda we want that for everyone mm-hmm. not it's, just it's, us it's like, like how do you it, explain homophobia it's so deep Rooted, right it's so like b- not our thinking that it is hard to it's not like it. the
0: democrats going to come in and do medicare for all and free college just for democrats you have to be a registered democrat in order to get these benefits it's right. for every
1: american they just they hate those people that are benefiting as well so much that they i and that's my obviously and opinion, medicare but,
0: for illegal immigrants right now illegal immigrants go to emergency rooms
1: and we pay for it but so, they don't even yeah usually go there because they can't like they'll they risk being they
0: understood yeah. yes but they do get free health care in hospitals if they go yeah yeah, yeah. And it's not free. What happens is is they go and they don't have insurance, so that falls on the taxpayer, which is what Medicare would fall (laughs) under. So we are paying for the health care of illegal immigrants, whether it's through the emergency room, Mm -hmm. which is way more expensive
1: Mm -hmm. than
0: preventive care. Uh, then we would be paying the taxes if they were allowed to have Medicare. We are still paying for it. And that law that they can go to anyone who goes to an emergency room in the United States has to be treated Mm -hmm. uh, is MTALA, And and it was passed and written by Republicans. That's a very good point. Yeah. And so we are paying Medicare for illegal immigrants right now. But we could be saving so much
1: money. Mm -hmm. It's not about the money to them. You make a very good point. But that's it's about their brown. That's what it is. That's all it is. They're like, take my money, build the wall, just keep them out. Or they don't understand. They think, well, I. They don't think that they're paying for it right now. Oh, that's you. The math might go over their head, but I'm not the best at math either, Numbers and I still are understand.
0: Again, they're afraid of brown people. True, true.
1: But if you told me, like you just did, like what's happening, I'd be like, oh, well, it makes sense then. But they just don't even care about the truth. It doesn't feelings. fit on a bumper sticker. Exactly. And it doesn't. And it, doesn't <laughs> and it.
0: It's not subsumed in hate. So right.
1: That's all. There you go. The emotions for them.
0: All right, rants at the end of the Daily Beans. <laughs> that's our show this week, you guys. Thank you so much again. Thanks for your support uh i it was a tough weekend and i hope that you're all okay and i hope that you guys really just hang out with your family hang out with your loved ones hang out with your friends make
1: the most of that time it's really important do you guys have any final thoughts no just uh hopefully we'll have a better rest of the week i mean i can't say that obviously for the families or for the state of the country but just uh, hopefully things get better in general just hang on yeah, yeah.
2: call your reps leave a message do that
1: mm-hmm. what's the number again
2: It is
0: She has it right in her keychain. I love it. (laughs) Two oh two two
2: two four three one two one.
0: Yeah. We got that from a um a a patron. patron. Yeah. DC DC, DC. yeah Yeah. at the Miracle
2: Theater. She was very
1: pleased when she heard that we still had them.
2: Oh totally yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely it's great it's a good thing to do if you just got an extra five minutes yeah it doesn't even take that long right
1: yeah and it feels good once you call them and you actually get through and you feel like you're heard. it's like a high and trust me i I know highs. i I feel like it's a a good natural patriotic (laughs) take it from jaleesa
2: (laughs) yeah smoke weed call your reps
0: right do it (laughs) all right guys take care of yourselves take care of each other i've been ag i've been jaleesa johnson i've been jordan coburn and them's the beans the Daily Beans is produced by A.G., featuring Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn, and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazel and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager is Sarah Lee Steiner, and our merchandising manager is Sarah Hirschberger Valencia. Fact-checking and research by A.G., Jalisa Johnson, and Jordan Coburn, with executive assistance by Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is dailybeanspod.com.